This is Mind Salad, a program of diverse weekly discussions about mental wellness with a rotating panel of licensed professional mental health counselors on a variety of mental health topics with guests and information to help you sort through life struggles. The information that is provided on this program is for informational purposes only and is not meant to treat or diagnose any mental health condition or be a substitute for therapy. Welcome to the very first installment of a brand new program here aimed at solving problems of mental health for all of you. Four wonderful counselors you're going to meet today. I'm Ted Robertson here with the privilege of introducing these wonderful folks and a new program called Mind Salad. This is a program that is all about um, a diverse discussion about mental wellness in general. The first of these individuals that you're going to meet today is Lexi Ellis. Then we'll introduce you to Yakita Renfro, Kyle Bridgman and Carlos Viafan. Now, you won't hear them in that order, but I promise you, you're going to enjoy hearing from each one of them. So, uh, Mind Salad, a, a new concept in a radio approach to helping solve the problems and busting myths and breaking down that stigma that people uh, feel when they might need to seek counseling and this kind of help. It can get complex and difficult for people, and this group of folks wants to change that. They want to change how you you think, and they're going to explain how each of them approaches mental wellness in their own way. So Lexi, why don't we start with you? Lexi Ellis, you are the owner of Into Freedom Counseling, and you have a a sort of a primary area of expertise that revolves around teenagers, although you do work with adults and well, but what's the other part of that, Lexi? Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on. So we we primarily work with teenagers and young adults, but we, we do also meet with clients or across the lifespan. So younger than teens and older than young adults. Um, But we primarily meet with uh, people who have experienced uh, various forms of trauma and abuse, uh, who are struggling with grief and loss. And typically people who uh, are are just wrestling with uh, mood disorders such as anxiety and depression and uh, PTSD. Lexi, uh, one of uh, my favorite questions to ask people is, what, what is it about this work that you're doing that feeds your soul? What is your why behind your doing this kind of work? I love that question because the reason that I'm doing this work is my why. I had a really difficult childhood, a pretty difficult young adulthood. I grew up uh, primarily in foster care and I I moved around to a lot of different homes, um, did not have a stable place uh, whatsoever until I was about 15. And so, so in my experience, um, I had, uh, you know, I endured a lot of trauma and a lot of abuse. And as a result of that, I struggled with a lot of things that we see uh, teenagers and young adults struggling with, such as suicidal ideation, um, eating disorders, significant depression, and um, just difficulty attaching to other humans. This comes from a very personal place for me. And so my hope in meeting with people is really just to um, sit with them and walk with them through their their process of healing from whatever it is that they've experienced. And it's really powerful to um, to just have another human witness that. And so you had kind of started by saying, you know, we love to talk and and I love to listen. Um, and, and that's primarily what I do is I listen to people and I hear their stories. 
And in that way, you're able to help guide them through based on that very deep personal experience of yours. That had to have been extremely painful for you. And then uh, what was the moment? Was, was there a moment in your life that you made the decision that you were going to leverage that pain and that trauma that mm-hmm. you'd been through to help others? You know, there were actually several pivotal moments for me. But the very first moment was when I remember vividly, I was about 13 and I was having a conversation with myself about just my suffering. And I made a promise to myself that if I was able to get through this alive is what I told myself. I didn't believe I was going to live to be 20. Um, But I made a promise to myself that if I lived that long, that I was going to find a way to be able to meet with other people in their pain and offer them something that I didn't have. And so that was really the very first pivotal moment for me that I made that that promise to myself. Lexi, what a wonderfully compelling story. And from that background of yours, what you're able to bring to these discussions with the people that you're seeing. We're going to talk more with you in the next segment where we're going to talk about the radio program itself. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Mind Salad, a new radio-based approach to mental health and wellness. Lexi Ellis is who you're just hearing from uh, uh, into Freedom Counseling is who she is uh, representing as the owner. Let's meet our next host, Mr. Kyle Bridgman. Uh, Kyle comes and brings his own very special background He is Project Ember, and Project Ember is also working with teens, but adults as well, also working in the areas of anxiety and trauma, PTSD, and and in other areas. Kyle, we're very privileged to have you join the family here as one of the hosts of Mind Saddle. Let's talk about you a little bit. Right. Glad to be here, and thanks for having me. Tell us your why, if you don't mind. I mean, let's just hop right to it. You're a man who uses his words sparingly, but powerfully. Learned that from my dad, so mad uh, <laughs> props to him for for how he raised me. But um, if, you, if you got to hear Lexi's story, I think mine is quite a bit different. Um, I grew up in my, my parents are still married. I uh, have seven brothers and sisters. Uh, small town, small town, <laughs> and so I think there, there was a good foundation being raised. But in in the Midwest, one of the big things is is family, um, and family is not always just blood. It's your neighborhood. It's your community. And so I can't say that I had a traumatic upbringing. And I think part of why I got into this, my why is trying to find a way to be able to give back. Uh, I feel like I had a lot of things, even even though maybe we didn't have a lot of money or a lot of clothes or all the fancy stuff everybody else had uh, growing up. But I think we were happy. Uh, I think we were we were taught to be productive members of society, not just through work, but through the connections that we had. Um, and so really reaching out to the community as I grew up and I think where it hit for me was um, early in college, I worked at a sports camp. Um, and so it was in the sports camp, it was a lot of um, professional athletes sent their kids there. It was with teenagers and high school students. Um, and what I got to see there is that even though these people had a lot of money and they seemed everything was together on the outside, when we'd sit late at night talking to the kids out around campfires and stuff is that I don't care what social class, economic class that you're part of is so that deep down, a lot of kids are hurting, a lot of people are hurting, and money can't fix that. And so I think for me, that kind of set me on a path for the rest of my life to, I wanted to work with a very diverse group of kids, uh, very diverse group of people. And so I spent some time working in residential care um, and and really had a lot of experiences there. And even with 12 and 13 year old kids, I think they were really, they taught me more than I had experienced my entire life. And so it was really like Lexi was saying, it's not about talking, it's about listening and really trying to understand their story. And then a lot of times change doesn't come through these 
huge dynamic uh, points in life, but a lot of times it's just redirecting slightly. And so if I can kind of be a catalyst for that as, a, as an objective outsider, I haven't lived their stories, um, but if I can give them some kind of input or, or advice, or uh, I, I realize that a lot of people have the ability to figure things out on their own. They just need somebody there to kind of walk with them um, and to not feel alone. So I think that's, that's my why. Out of a family of seven, you, you come with a service and a servant heart and a love for helping and guiding others, uh, even if it's just a role as a, a sounding board. And I, I don't use, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be using the word just. Um, this is not easy work that you do. Uh, you're, you're talking to people who are in pain, who are troubled, who need help, who need guidance. Um, a question for you, and then uh, we're going to meet our next host why Project Ember? Why did you pick that for the name of your counseling practice? Yeah, good question. So as I was saying, when I worked at that sports camp, it was just outside of Durango. Um, it was called the Missionary Ridge Fire that came in, I believe, in 2001. Um, and so we actually had to evacuate the campus and send all the kids home. Uh, we had a nice two-week vacation, which was pretty cool. Um, but we had to leave all of our stuff left in the middle of the night. And they brought the military in um, to block off the streets. There were Hummers and police and we tried to get back, sneak back into campus to get some of our, uh, some of the things that we needed. Um, so we just spent some time talking with some of the firefighters and we were right in the, in the middle of a valley. Um, there was a river that kind of ran through it uh, and then two huge mountains on both sides. And we were talking to them, we were just asking, you know, what's the most difficult thing about fighting these fires? And, and he said, it's not just, you know, the couple hundred foot flames that could be coming off of these trees, but he said these em- two to three chunk embers would Uh, when it got hot enough they'd shoot across the ridge and what they would do is they'd start these little spot fires in other areas and then it just kind of surrounded the area all around all around our campus and so that kind of formulated in my head this idea that what if you could do the same thing with people um if i deal with my junk my own childhood stuff that i went through even if it's not horrible but just kind of self-awareness and understanding myself and then what if i pass that on to my wife and my kids uh and then what if we could take that to other people just impacting one person can have such a dramatic effect uh, on the future. And so a lot of what we do is breaking cycles. Um, so if we can have a teenager and they can, they can then go on and raise a family and they don't do things the way that they were raised, or they can change some of those negative cycles that happened. And if they can take that to, that to their community, then to me, it's just fascinating how, how everything can spread. And so that's kind of where the idea for Project Ember came from. Oh, that's fantastic. Kyle Bridgman, the owner of Project Embers, uh, treating teens and adults, breaking cycles and uh, helping folks to lead better lives and to pass that along to the people in their own worlds. Uh, One of four hosts of Mind Salad that will be heard here Sundays at 1130 a.m. It'll also be posted by podcast. Kyle, thank you for spending a couple of minutes with us. Let's have a visit with our wonderful friend, Yakita Renfro, who is the owner of New Beginnings Therapy and Healings. also uh, loves to work with teens and adults and also spends time in the areas of anxiety and PTSD and trauma and other such things. Yakita, we tease you a little bit because uh, we call you our favorite Jersey girl. (laughs) That (laughs) is the uh, neck of the woods where you come from. Yes, sir. Well, it gives you a special kind of toughness that I think you need to, I'm sure, to uh, come through some of the days that you come through seeing 
people in trouble, in pain, in need. So let's talk about you and where you come from and uh, that why of yours that brought you to where you are today with New Beginnings. Well, first, let me say thank you for allowing me to have this opportunity. This is such a, such a blessing and a new beginning. So I appreciate that. But as you said, yes, I am born and raised Jersey girl, Jersey to the heart. Um, my why was, you know, from my background, I did come from a pretty unhealthy background. Um, I had both my parents and children. It was four of us. I'm the youngest of four. And at the age of 10, that's when kind of the world crumbled when we found out that my dad was abusing crack and alcohol. And unfortunately, where I'm from, it's kind of the, the typical thing. So you're either, you know, there's songs out there, you're either playing ball or you're doing drugs or you're selling, you know, on the block. And unfortunately, our family was caught up in that and it just progressed. So my story is kind of the streets raised me. So, you know, born and raised in New Jersey. So what comes with that? I was fighting. I was um, there was drugs. I was hanging with, you know, guys that, you know, sold drugs and unfortunately got caught in a very, very toxic and volatile abusive relationship. And even though I was born and raised in the church, it still was the stigma that we don't talk about some things and you and you pray about it. And I am a woman of color. So even with that, that comes into we don't we don't talk about our issues. We sweep it under the rug. We pray about it. We give it to God, but we don't go to therapy. It just wasn't something that was even a question. And then um, just kind of escape in New Jersey, I went into the military. So I am a vet and we do support the vet population at New Beginnings Therapy and Healing. And even in the military, there was another culture there of we didn't talk about mental health because if you talked about mental health, you wouldn't be able to do your job or there was this fear that you couldn't do your job. So for me, it kind of carried on this toxicity of mental health and needing help and seeing young people not needing that. So my why came in because I was like, if I had one person that really saw me, whether it was a teacher or a minister or just someone, if I had one person to see me, it might've saved me from a lot of the unnecessary things that I went through. But being the age that I am now, I can look back and say, I'm grateful for all of that because it's been able to help me to really walk with people and empathize with them and not just, you know, say those words, but really, really kind of put, you know, the the work in and know that, hey, I've been through that. I hear you. I get it. And being able to see people. So that's kind of my why of why I do what I do. Well, you know, one of the things that comes through when you talk about you and your why is the fact that you are able to see people. But I think you mean it in more than one way. You see people. Yeah. that you're seeing. You've been there, done that. You come from the very mean streets and, and a, a really bad childhood and you've survived it. You're a wonderful example to those folks of, of what you. can be accomplished when you set your mind to getting your mind and your heart right. And that's why yeah. people come and see you. What a, what a blessing and a gift you are. So we thank you mm -hmm. uh, for joining us here as part of the KPPF family. Again, the program Mind Salad, if you're just joining us, is what we're talking about, airs Sunday mornings at 1130. It's a, a wonderfully new radio-based approach to mental wellness. And uh, we're going to talk to Carlos Viafan next. And uh, Carlos is the fourth of four hosts. He is um, Mind Renewal, Behavioral Health is the name of his practice. He's the owner of that practice. Carlos, uh, tell us a little bit about your story and your why. 
Ted, listen, before I say that, I mean, mind Sally, right? Here we are, four different perspectives of mental wellness, of backgrounds, of ideas. Uh, we hope to bring the listeners um, these unique perspectives, and hopefully we can, you know, touch on one person or more people, right, and help in some sort of way. Um, so my why, yeah, a, a little a little different, but similar to, y- to Yakita. Um, Born and raised in the streets of Los Angeles, I'm a Chicano male, uh, Spanish speaker. My story's kind of interesting. I, I was, I, I guess what you could call a prodigy. I graduated high school super early, and so what? What does a young kid who graduates early from high school in LA do, right? Um, so I got caught up in the streets, but I joined the military. The military saved my life. The military is kind of what what catapulted me into the man that I am today. Um, You know, one of the things that kind of pushed me into counseling is is the feeling of isolation. Uh, In the military and in the streets, um, you're you're pretty much isolated. You you feel alone a lot of times. Um, In the military, you kind of get trained to have this kind of tough guy mentality you have to uh, put up walls. You have to stuff emotions. Uh, you don't have time for that. You gotta, you know, suck it up and drive on. And so uh, that mentality, I believe, is is toxic. Um, and so by me sharing my life or my my points of view with the patients that I work with, um, hopefully helps them kind of crumble those those uh, walls that they put up themselves um, and talk about feelings, talk about emotions, talk about what's going on. Um, once upon a time, I uh, I guess when I first started off, uh, we, we were kind of trained to ask like the, the what's wrong, right? What's wrong? What's going on? What's wrong with you? Quickly shifted into uh, asking a more efficient question. What happened to you? Our lives make us who we are. Our backgrounds make us who we are. Our families of origins make us who we are. So exploring that, processing that, dealing with that, I believe uh, will help us uh, become better people and understand the whys uh, of how we operate. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Uh, we, we, we love serving the military community there. Uh, my Latino population, uh, the underrepresented, anywhere from preteen to adult, older adult, is who we who we serve there at Mind Renewal Behavioral Health Services. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Carlos, that's a lot, man, and uh, in a few wonderful words, and we appreciate you very, very much for being here. That's Carlos Viafan, and he is Mind Renewal Behavioral Health Services one of four hosts of Mind Salad, heard here only on KPPF, uh, something we're very proud to, uh, to launch as part of our initiatives to advance diversity and inclusion, to bring these messages to all people and all people of color specifically so that uh, you can be healthy. You don't have to be ashamed. You can talk about these things. And in Mind Salad, uh, you're going to hear more about that from each of these individuals, as each one of them will take an installment of the show one week per month. So you'll be able to hear from all four 
every month as we cycle through. So, Lexi, let's go back to you real quickly, and let's kind of tee things up for a few minutes of Round Robin on the show itself. Uh, Lexi, we kind of approached you first. We have mutual connections uh, between the station and your husband, Bob. Uh, We've gotten to know Bob over the years, and um, he told us a little bit about you, which really intrigued us. And then you kind of uh, sort of led the charge here to bring these four, the, these four of you together, your, your wonderful souls, to do this work and, and teach people that it's okay. It's a good thing to be uh, mentally healthy, stable, and well. And that's, what, uh, that's where Mind Salad came about. First of all, Carlos alluded to it, but let's talk a little bit more about why Mind Salad. Yeah, so we um, we all came together, and one of the reasons that we came together in the first place is just to add, um, you know, a diverse voice because I am just one voice in a large community. Um, I am a white female, and my experiences, of course, are unique to me. But there are, um, you know, we have a, a pretty diverse range of people that live in the Springs. And so um, really wanted to uh, represent, you know, to have uh, additional clinicians to represent the diversity that's in our community and to add to, you know, the voices of uh, mental health professionals who can reach different populations than I can reach. So we came together and talked about, you know, um, our uniqueness, as individual practitioners, some of the things we have in common, and uh, and came up with the term mind salad because we're going to be addressing you know issues um, that people struggle with in their minds, and a salad is is uh, you know there are a lot of different things in there, <laughs> and so that is just representative of us as a group. And it is representative. It is very appropriately representative. Um, so the next question is for everybody, uh, take, a, take a 30 seconds or a minute or so to answer and, and what you want to accomplish with it. So let's lead with this question. Kyle, why don't we start with you and then uh, we'll open it up to everybody else. Why is mental health and wellness so important? Like Carlos was saying earlier, um, and I can't speak for, for females, but for a lot of time with, with males is that we do have to shut those emotions down if we show them, um, if we express that we are hurt and it doesn't come in the form of anger or beating somebody up. It has to be kind of an aggressive show of emotion or else we can get made fun of by, by our peers and those around us as a kid growing up. And so a lot of times you do have to just shove everything down. And if you don't have a good mentor or, or somebody to go to um, where you can get some of that stuff out, what I find time after time is it it's going to work its way out eventually. Um, sometimes that could be when you're in your mid twenties and somebody looks at you wrong in a bar um, it could be when you raise your, when you have your own kids and all of a sudden you're seeing a reflection of yourself in them, um, but that anger is going to come out. And so I found that if you can have somebody to go to and express those things and feel safe and be able to really be vulnerable and that vulnerability and Kurt is actually very courageous um, and it's not a sign of weakness as, as I was kind of raised to believe. So I just want to work with other people and, and express, especially with teenage boys, like it's okay to find somebody and, and talk and get some of that stuff out. And you're going to be a better man when you grow up. So. Certainly something for everyone in mind. Salad. Uh, Yakita, why don't we go to you and, and uh, let's have you uh, answer the question about uh, why mental wellness is so important. 
Well, first, when I heard the question, the first thing I thought of is if you're a diabetic, you're going to, you know, take your insulin, you're going to take your metformin, you're going to follow up with, you know, your endocrinologist and your doctors. And it's this, it's the same kind of mentality that I believe we should take when it comes to our mental wellness, because it can affect so much of those somatic symptoms in our body. So when we're struggling in our minds or we're struggling with our emotions, it's the idea of knowing that you can go to a safe place and being able to process that and putting the kind of why to the what, why am I feeling this way? And being able to sit with someone who will genuinely be able to support you and help you walk through kind of figuring out what the why is behind that. And so my kind of idea to that question is why it's so important is because we need to know the why. And if someone can help you figure out the why, then why not? Amen. (laughs) Thank you so much, Yakita. (laughs) You're welcome. Lexi, I want to go to you next for a quick answer to this question. And then I want to wind this up with Carlos and we'll share why when we get to Carlos. Um, Mm -hmm. Lexi, go ahead and, and tell us, uh, what you understand about why mental wellness is so important. We do what we know. And uh, what that means is whatever our uh, past looks like, whatever our history looks like, whatever our environment has been, however we've been raised, good, bad, or ugly, when we grow up or as we're growing up and become adults, we do automatically what we have learned throughout our lives. And the only Uh, way that that doesn't happen is if we make a conscious choice to do something different. So if, you know, somebody experienced abuse growing up, even though they don't want that for other people, inevitably it's going to come out because it's, it's what they know. And if they've never learned, kind of like Kyle was mentioning, if somebody has never learned how to deal with their anger, for instance, it's going to seep out and manifest itself in their lives in ways that are often destructive. And so when we become consciously aware of what has been for us, how we've been raised, what our foundation is, how we've learned how to deal with things, um, then we can actively, intentionally, consciously make a choice to do something different. There again, another wonderful why mental wellness is so important. We're talking about Mind Salad, the new radio program launching this Sunday at 1130. And every Sunday at 1130, four different hosts bringing four different perspectives and backgrounds on mental health and wellness to the airwaves here at KPPS, but more importantly, to all of you. Lexi Ellis, Into Freedom Counseling. Yakita Renfro, New Beginnings Therapy and Healing, Kyle Bridgman, Project Embers, and Carlos. Uh, last but not least, you and I are going to kind of wrap up together because in the order of things, Carlos is uh, next week is going to be hosting the program in the third week of every month. Uh, Lexi, the third in rotation. Yakita is fourth in rotation. Kyle comes after Yakita. So that's kind of how the, the order of this will work. So Carlos, let's you and I wrap this up together. Uh, Tell us uh, what you want to touch on in next week's installment and episode of Mind Salad. For for my first show, uh, we talked, the host talked a lot and mentioned uh, grief, um, grief and loss. So my first topic is going to cover grief and loss. Uh, We are in a different time right now. We are all coming out of and recovering from a global pandemic where we've lost We've lost different things. We've lost relationships. We've lost jobs. We've lost loved ones. We've lost our identities uh, to some extent. 
And so I thought it would be appropriate to begin Mind Salad by talking about loss, loss of relationships, and what that means. That's Carlos Viafon. Carlos is Mind Renewal Behavioral Health Services, an extraordinary background in and of himself. Uh, Lexi, Yakita, Kyle, Carlos, want to thank you all once again for bringing this wonderful information and this uh, point of entry into a place of healing for people who will be listening to you uh, over these next months and years, we hope. Thank you all. You've been listening to Mind Salad, a discussion of mental wellness issues and topics with a rotating panel of mental health providers. Heard every Sunday at 1130 a.m. on KPPF. And be sure to listen to the podcast on Podbean.